Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Miss Joy's Beauty Podcast. I am Christina, and I'm so grateful that you decided to spend some time with me and as we discover what God has for us today. Amen. Amen. Um, so today I'm going to go ahead and shout out Zakia. Um, because she has been on me about posting these podcasts. So I have to be consistent now because I have somebody who is holding me accountable. So I just want to say thank you, Zakia, because that just means the world to me. You have no idea the encouragement that you have given me um, throughout this process for these podcasts. So I just want to say I really appreciate that. And we are going to go ahead and pray and get started with today's episode. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, God. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives and in our seasons, Lord God. I ask that whatever you have for this podcast, that it would be relevant, that it would be informational, and that you would use me for your glory. It's not about me, and it's all about you, God. And I just give you all glory, all honor. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So I'm so excited for today's podcast, y'all. Um, I was, <laughs> this kind of like dropped in my spirit, and I was like, all right, I guess this is what the Holy Spirit wants me to talk about, because I could not get a topic. And usually I have like different things I want to talk about or different things that I'm going through. And I have so many uh, good things happening and I wanted to talk about those things but it was like the Holy Spirit just wasn't giving me the okay to do that so today he kind of dropped in my spirit because I had a moment and he said this is what you need to talk about and I was like "Ooh, great because I this is something I'm still dealing with to this day so I um I wanted to share that with you guys and uh, what I'm going to talk about today is envy and a lot of people um, associate envy with jealousy but if you look up the definition of jealousy and the definition of envy the two are different Um, so today we're going to focus on envy and I have two definitions so the first definition is a desire to have a quality a possession or other desirable attributes belonging to someone else or a feeling of discontentment or resentful longing um, aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. And I said, okay, y'all, I don't think that I'm an envious person. I don't look at what others have and like, ooh, why she got those shoes i need to have those shoes like i don't do that that's not me like i'm very much a encourager and you know if a woman when people were getting you know married before i was getting married i wasn't envious because they had a husband like i just that's just not me right however the lord uh yeah he convicted me today and it was, uh, I feel so ashamed to even say this, but I'm just going to be transparent with y'all so y'all don't hold me to this, but God is working through me and I feel like speaking about it, recognizing it and dealing with it are, are what I need to do in order to um, get it together. So anyways, I definitely saw something, somebody had posted something and it 
they <laughs> they got a lot of support and I was envious of the support that they got and I said to myself ugh like I had this feeling of ugh like dang everybody can support that person but nobody even looks for me or no one even tries to support me or no one asks me and when I tell you the Holy Spirit like checked me so quick I was like oh I gotta deal with this and the reason why I feel like it may be important to bring to shed light onto this issue is because I know I can't be the only person that gets envious at times. Um, sometimes we get envious of people's possessions. Sometimes we're envious if somebody gets a house and we have been praying for a house, wanting a house, still ain't got a house, and then somebody comes out of the blue and just gets a house and you're like wait a minute how the heck did you get that house before I did this is not fair blah 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 so anyways I was envious of the support that she received because I felt like I don't receive that same support and so I had to really check myself and I did and the Holy Spirit checked me and I started to uh decompose Permentalize, I think that's the word. Don't don't kill me. But I had to like separate, separate some things for myself. So I said, okay, I had to ask myself some questions. So what's the root of my envy? Am I truly envious of her gift? Was I envious of the fact that she put herself out there? Was I envious of the fact that people had support? Of she had support and I didn't? What like what was the root of this envy that I felt so deep? Like I was mad, <laughs> like I was upset and I don't do that. And it's so weird for me to go there, but I know that it's nothing but the enemy and that's why I'm dealing with, with it now. So I had to go to scripture and I had to fill out like, what is this? So I went to Proverbs 14, 30. And it says that a sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Proverbs 23, 17 says, do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all day. For surely there is a hereafter and your hope will not be cut off. Proverbs 24, 1 says, do not be envious of evil men. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 says, love does not envy. So this person is not evil. So I was like, okay, this person is not a sinner. So I'm like, all right. So I, I, I can't get down with Proverbs 23, 17 or Proverbs 24, 1. But I could get down with 1 Corinthians 13, 4, where it says love does not envy. And if I truly say that I have love in my heart for a person, but am envious of their success or things that they possess or support that people or, or their favor, you know, like sometimes you can be envious of a person's favor and not even realize it. Sometimes it's just God. So is that truly love? Are you truly loving that person when you're envious of the quote unquote things that they have or the favor that is on their life? And are you envious of the gift? And I had to check myself and say, okay, you know that you were gifted for whatever you're gifted for, Chrissy. So like whatever God has given you, that is your gift. That's your lane and rock out in that lane. What happens is when you see someone else rocking out in your lane and are 
okay, like say y'all are in a race, right? And I know it's not a race, but y'all are in a race and you see two people, you're driving and that person just accelerates and gets past you and the cops don't see that person. But unfortunately you get stopped and you're like, y'all didn't see her going fast. And why didn't y'all stop this person? Why did y'all stop me? And it's kind of like that. That's kind of how I felt as though I am driving and this person just speeds past me and gets favored because the cops don't see her, has no stumbling blocks, you know, and people are like, oh yeah, she got away with that. Well, she's good. She's good. People supporting her. And yet, and still for me, I'm stuck in a place of, okay, roadblock after roadblock after roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And I think at times we become envious of the person that you don't see their roadblocks. You don't see their stumble. You don't see what they had to work through. You don't see what they had to get to get where they are. All you see is the success. All you see is the quote unquote support that you wish that you had. And that's kind of where I was today. Um, and the Lord, you know, he helped me see that I wasn't operating in love because love is not envy. Love does not envy. So I couldn't be operating in love if I'm envious of what she has or the things that she has. And then am I telling God that God, you, you don't know better or God, this lane that you got me in, it's not getting me anywhere. Like where, where do you draw the line of envy when it comes to what God has done for you and your life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you content with where God has you in your life? And that's the Holy Spirit. He kind of checked me. It was like, it's all about contentment. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that could be it. <laughs> but it's contentment. It's like, are you content with where God has you? Where he has you in your life right now? Where he has you in your business? Where he has you at your job? Where he has you with family? Where he has you with anything? Are you in a season of contentment where you can see someone moving past you and you know you get a little envious because it's like, dang, I've been doing, I think I've been doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I think I've been, you know, consistently moving towards this direction and this person is gaining traction and I'm still stuck and that's just kind of how I felt and I'm just being honest so I hope y'all can relate to my honesty but I had to literally check myself upside down right left whatever I had to check myself because for me I cannot become bitter by my situation by my circumstance or where I am in my life right now. I can't be bitter because the minute bitterness takes a hold of me, it gets down to the deep roots. And then I'm walking around and I'm angry towards God and I'm bitter towards God. God has a plan for me and I know that. And he has a plan for anybody listening on this phone. He really, really does have a plan. And I think sometimes we get so bombarded with not seeing the plan or so bombarded with we don't see the plan working out. We can't, you know, we can't figure out when, how, the why, the this, the that. And honestly, it's not for you to quote unquote figure out. That's where faith comes in. And that's where trusting and believing in his plan for your life comes in. And I have to be content in my season and learn some things while I'm in this season in order to grow, in order to be better. Because imagine 
if I don't deal with this envy thing. Imagine if I don't if I don't handle this now and God, you know, sets me up in a different way or a different platform and you know, I have some sort of success and I you know what I mean like what if I don't deal with the issues that I need to deal with? What if that person has already dealt and overcome the envy thoughts that she may have had? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if she's had that, but you'd never know. And so I'm seeing someone's success and because they are successful in an area where I want to be successful, I can't get envious because the minute I become envious, I'm losing love. So now where's the love that I that I said that I had for this person? Where's that love? It's gone because love does not envy. And I cannot be a professed Christian, a professed believer walking in envy. And so in order for me to to conquer this or in order for me to combat this, I have to do some work. And the work for me is sometimes deleting Instagram. The work for me is sometimes not looking, you know, so quickly at the highlight reel of someone's life, realizing that they took steps to get to where they are. And recognizing in my own life that God has me. And I think that's something that's huge for me to to just constantly realize is God has me. He has you. He has us. Like we don't have to walk around envious of what others have because he has us. And there are certain things that he's keeping us from. You know, it, it could be, you know, we see people win a lottery. We're like, dang, you got to win a lottery. And we become envious of that. And or, you know, that's just a outlandish idea. But then there are some some ideas where we see people who, you know, got a brand new car or we see people who got a house or we see people who paid off all their debt and you're still in debt. And we become envious of that. Not understanding that sometimes has God has us in that place to teach us something about ourselves that we would have never known had we not stayed in that place. So I just kind of wanted to get on here just to encourage anyone who may not have thought that they are envious, but got a little bit of envy in them because I didn't know I was envious. I'm like, hold up. Why am I feeling like this? <laughs> like, why am I feeling like this? And that's when you let me tell you something. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just the Holy Spirit is just giving me so many things all at once. And it's kind of hard to. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit. When you have that relationship with him and you are constantly speaking to him, constantly talking to him, constantly going to him, he will speak. He will prompt. He will bring things to remembrance. He will prove you. And it's like right now I'm in a season of of growth in certain areas and in a season of lack in other areas. And I refuse to stay in lack in certain areas of my life. So whether that's, you know, right now we see that I had, uh, I had envy. So for me, I count that as lack. So now I have to get rid of that, prune that out of my life and replace it with love and true love, true, true love where it is not envious and I can truly support someone and truly, you know, encourage that person because they did it. And the thing is, sometimes with envy, it'll mess you up, right? Like you, you, that's somebody, 
that I could should be looking up to. That's somebody that I should be asking advice of. That's somebody that could be mentoring me. But because I'm envious, because I, I want what they have and I don't see it in my own life, I can't get that quote unquote favor or grace from that person because of envy. So don't discount you know, where your lack is. Find out what's lacking. What 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 is lacking? What do you like? Sometimes, it, I mean, for me, it's envy um, that, you know, there may be something different for you that you've been, it could be doubt for you where, where right now it's, it's all about doubt and you just doubt where God has you. Doubt, you know, you doubt that you're good enough. You doubt that you're, you know, that you were made special, that you were made unique that you were made to do more than what you're doing. And so you just sit around idly thinking that this has life. This is just what it is. When God did not create us for mediocrity, he created us for greatness. He created us to do great things. And the same God that has shown favor to this person that I was envious of is the same God that can show favor to me when I get in right alignment, when I figure out how to stop being envious, when I figure out how to wholeheartedly trust that he has me where he wants me and that's right where he needs me to be. I think sometimes we think, oh, I'm not, God's not moving. You know, he gave me this dream. He gave me this plan and I can't execute it because God's not moving. And sometimes it's not about, it's not about what you think God is, how do I say this? It's not about what you think God is quote unquote doing or not doing. Sometimes it's just about faith. Sometimes it's just about stepping out and seeing, seeing what could be, what could happen. I mean, if you really believe that God gave you a dream for something or gave you a plan for something or has given you a vision of something, write it down and ask the Holy Spirit, how do you want me to do this? What, what are you giving me? What, 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 what do you want? To, what do you want me to do with this? And he will give you the directions. Now you might not get every step right away and that's okay. I don't have every step right away. God gave me big plans and I'm like, okay, wait, I, how am I going to accomplish this? How am I going to do this? I don't understand. This is a lot. So I had to pray, realize that I can take it one step at a time and it's going to be all right because God knows what he's doing and God has the plan for our lives ultimately. Um, So I just wanted to read one more scripture and I believe this is in Timothy, y'all. I I think it's in Timothy. Let me just check. Yes. So it's in 1 Timothy. Is it? No. Okay. I have two, two verses. I don't know what this verse is from. Oh, this is not a verse. This is just me writing. (laughs) So do you think that desiring or being content where God has you in this season is is like a bad thing or you feel like, oh, my time will come one day? I, I believe that as believers, we have to come to a place and be content with where God has us. And. I'm going to read this verse in 1 Timothy 6, verse 6 through 8. It says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, 
And it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. So to me, that just sums up my envious talk, y'all. Like, come on, come on. We brought nothing into this world. Think about that for a second. When we came in here, we brought nothing into this world. We ain't bring no clothes, we ain't bring no bags, we ain't bring no money, we ain't have nothing. When we leave this world, we're not taking anything with us. And I saw that up close personal when my, when my dad passed away. He took nothing with him when he left this earth. Not even his prosthetic leg, it was still there. Nothing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. So if you have the, and it's like God kind of just gave me this right perspective. If my perspective is the fact that we brought nothing into this world and we can take nothing out of this world, then I should be content with where I am in this season in my life. And on top of that, the gifts that he implanted in us are his. The the plans that he gives us, the visions, the gifts, the talents, the spiritual gifts that he's given us, those are things that he gave us. And you don't think he gonna figure out a way for you to for you to use them? You don't think that he's gonna be able to help you use your your spiritual gifts and give you the how and connect you to the right people and connect you to people that will actually support you? I remember talking to someone and they were like, um, and I told them like, I don't feel like I have the right audience or right. And she's like, it'll come. Don't worry about the audience right now. Don't, just do what God tells you to do. Don't worry about your Instagram following. Just do what God's telling you to do. Don't worry about who's saying what. Be obedient to whatever God told you to do. If he told you to open up that bakery, open it up. Be obedient. If he told you to pay off your debt, get your bills in order. See the bills that you can start. Follow Dave Ramsey. Look up some people that you can follow. Susie Orman, whoever, I don't care. And come up with a plan. Whatever God is telling you to do, do it. Don't be envious of people who you think have success because you feel like you are lacking something. Do not be envious. And I had to constantly tell myself, don't be envious. Don't be envious because I don't know her struggle. I don't know what she did to get to where she is. I don't know the, how many nights she had to pray and pray for God to give her peace at night. I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. And, and you don't know someone's story. So until I know someone's story, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and praise them and praise them and support them. And that's exactly what I did. I ended up supporting the person that I was envious of because I refuse to stay in envy. And I refuse to let the enemy use that as something that can grip me or something that can shake me or something that can move me. Enemy don't got no power over you. I, I'm sorry to say it. And I'm not sorry to say it. The enemy has no power over you. The problem is we give him too much access to too many thoughts in our head. And we need to eliminate the thoughts that we have in our head because every thought that it, that you get is not from you. It's not from God. And so you have to constantly filter through. Does this line up with the word of God? A thought coming in your mind. Does this line up with the word of God? Does this, I'm not good enough. Does this line up with the word of God? 
does this line. He said, he said, he created me fearfully and wonderfully made. So, so I can't be that I'm not good. Uh, the, the situation is bad. Uh, he said, all things work together for my good, for those, for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. It is those things that will keep you in contentment when you let the enemy get out of your head, out of your mind, out of your circumstance, out of everything. Stop giving him so much credit. The Bible says that he roars around like a roaring lion. It didn't say that he is a roaring lion. It said he roams around like one, okay? He magnifies things. He acts bigger than what he really is. He has no power over you. He will never have no power over you. So don't let him have power over you. Get rid of him. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus. We are called Christians. We are Christ-like ones. And we have the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us. And the Holy Spirit is sick and tired of his believers being burdened, being cast down from the enemy. It's not right. And at time, we have to figure out as believers how we are going to walk this walk and walk above and not beneath. We talk about it. We sing it. I'm a, I'm a more than a conqueror. But are you really? Are you really living more than a conqueror when you're envious of what somebody else has? Are you, are you, are you sure you're walking as more than a conqueror? Or are you walking in defeat? Or are you walking in anxiety? And that's another thing. The Holy Spirit is sick and tired of his believers caught up with anxiety. He did not want us to live life with anxiety. He did not want us to live life in stress, in fear, in torment. That is not what he wants for his body. And we as believers have to fight. We have to fight. We are living in the last days. So it is a fight for us to stay connected to God, to stay connected to the vine. We, we're, we, he is the vine. We're the branches. And if that branch falls off, guess what? You don't have, you don't have your source. You don't have the source anymore. And he, we need to, we need to get back to the vine. We need to get back to the vine. We need to get back to the vine so that he can help us so that he can mold us so that he can shape us to do what? Why are we here anyway? To bring glory to God, number one. And two, what? The great commission. To go out in all the earth and bring people to Christ. That's why we were created. That's why we're here. So if you worry like, oh, I don't know what my purpose is. Oh, da, da, da. That's your purpose, baby. Right there. Okay. You're going to go out and you're going to go bring people back. Bring people back. Bring people back. Bring people back to God. Because why? He, we weren't created for ourselves. So stop thinking that you were created just for you. Newsflash. Newsflash. Not my will, but God's will be done. Not my will, but God's will. And just in case no one told you, the gifts that you have are meant for kingdom building. I know you think you have a desire just to bake. Honey, that baking that you got, that cooking gift could feed thousands. That cooking gift that you have could feed millions. That cooking gift that you have could be on a YouTube channel helping other people figure out how to make cheap meals for their family because they're struggling. You don't know where God wants that gift to go, so don't discount it. And I'm just saying that in general, but with everything. People think that they're, you know it's so less, but God put that inside of you. God put that inside of you. That is for him to get glory. And once you line up with where he needs you to be, once you stop doubting, once you stop being scared, once you start stopping feeling, you know, ashamed or shameful or, or feeling in lack or feeling whatever, once you come out your feelings, how about just sum it up and say that once you come out of your feelings, then you're going to do something great. 
Because feelings follow what? Thoughts. So if feelings follow thoughts and the enemy attacks the mind, then what does that tell you that you need to start doing? You need to start filtering your thoughts. You need to literally have a filter on your mind and you need to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. So you think you got around, I know a lot of people who have all these issues, always got issues, always depressed, always this, always that. I get it. I get it. Life is hard. I understand. I've been through some things. I know life is hard. I know life can get like crazy. And I know that it's not always a perfect, you know, meadow of of rainbows and, and sunflowers. I get it. However, we have the Bible for a reason. Because it literally spells out what to do when. What to do when I say I can't. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What to do when I don't trust. The Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And he will be what? He will direct your paths. Oh, I don't feel like I'm in joy. It says the joy of the Lord is your strength. You losing strength. Find the joy of the Lord. Oh, the Bible says to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. I'm sorry, y'all. It's just I get passionate about this because I want to see believers living how God wants you to live, doing what God wants you to do. Stop holding yourself back, thinking that somehow you're doing a justice to God. You're doing an injustice to God sitting on whatever he told you to do. You literally are. You're doing an injustice to him by not pursuing what he has called you to pursue. And if you are lacking in understanding, you don't know kind of where, what I, I, there was a task that was given to me and it's called shape. And basically you write down these things. You ask the Holy Spirit to help you and you write down these things and it basically kind of helps you figure out where your passion, not where your passion, but what kind of, how you can, how God created you and how you can utilize that to help the kingdom. So it's called shape. And I'm going to end here with this. Write down your spiritual gifts. If you don't know what your spiritual gifts are, you can look it up or you can, you know, find it. But basically it is spiritual gifts. H is heart. What penetrates your heart? What, what makes you sad? What makes you happy? What, what really gets to you? Um, S H A is your abilities. What are you natural? What are your natural abilities? What are you just good at? Like you could just do hair. Like what? How you would just do hair? Like or you could just cook. Like it just comes natural to you. It's just a natural ability that you are just a great leader. You just lead without even like reading a book on leadership. You never read a John Maxwell book. You just are. You have a natural ability to read. Um, P is your personality. What are your quirks? What makes you unique? What makes you unique? What makes you special? What is your personality traits? Like, I, for me, I'm goofy. I'm funny. I'm silly. But I'm also serious and sober. But it's like, what makes you you? Um, and E is, I always forget E. So, oh God, I can't click out of this thing. What is E? Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. I should have had that. I didn't know I was going to share that. So that's why I don't have it. Um, so E is experiences. What are your experiences in life? What experiences do you have, good or bad? 
good or bad. I mean, there are some people who had experience with, uh, you know, doing some things that they shouldn't have been doing with uh, drugs. Some people had experience with drugs. Some people have had experience, you know, with work and leadership. Some people had experience. God can use all that. So don't think that the negative things, the bad things, the shameful things that, you know, you were doing, you know, when you before Christ, even during Christ and after Christ. Don't think that God can't use those things. Don't think that God can't use those things because he can and he will and he will. And you will be able to set somebody else free because you could say, baby, I've been there too. I've been where you've been. So I'm going long winded. So I'm going to shut up now. Um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. Could y'all please comment on it if you can or rate it if you can. And please share it with somebody who you think may be blessed by it. Again, I didn't told you from the first podcast, I'm trying to reach the one. The 99 would be great, but if I could get the one, because if I can make one impact and that makes another impact, that makes another impact. So I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this teaching on envy and we ask that the holy spirit would minister to our hearts and show us in our lives what we're lacking what we need to start pruning from our lives in order to better walk out this life for you we give you all glory we give you all honor in jesus name i pray amen i'm so new york all honor whatever i love you guys thanks for um listening peace out